You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. Hey, it's Ant Middleton of SAS Australia on 7. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Always good. Always good. Always positive. Um, so can't complain. Um, I'm so thrilled. That's great to hear. I met you on the Logies red carpet. Yes. And it's okay if you don't remember me. I don't. <laughs> and I never normally forget a, a beautiful face. However, listen, I won't. I won't forget this experience. That's for sure. Oh, thank you. That's so, so sweet. I know you spoke to so many people. Yeah. So I completely get it. It's totally fine. That was mayhem, but it was, it's so great to chat to you now. Actually, I do remember speaking to you. Did you, were you with your husband? Were you with your, and I felt his muscles or he felt my muscles or is that the no? No. It no, really no. sounds like something I would do, but. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Listen, let's start again. It's lovely to meet you and uh, and, and Anita. Um, Wait one second. I did call you handsome, though. Oh, listen. There we go. There we go. That must have been that. There we go. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm so glad that we just wasted 30 seconds talking about yeah, it. It's really, it's really yeah. made and you've gone bright red, which is so good for me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk no, about focus, SAS. Focus. focus, focus, Anne, focus. Give me the elevator pitch for this season of SAS Australia and go. So um, it was in the Jordanian desert. Now, what's so good about the desert is you're fighting the isolation. You know, no one can hear you scream in a desert. You look around and it's just sand and mountains. And it's, that shock of capture is certainly maintained for when the recruits are dropped off. So they're battling that straight from the off. So the elements, the environment, then you've got the DS on top of that, you know, myself and the other instructors, especially a new team of DS. So that's another sort of feat in itself. And then you've got the tasks and, um, you know, mixing this, this cast of, of <laughs> oddballs together, shall I say, you know, they don't know each other. Um, they've never spent this sort of time together. And that's a huge part of it as well. I don't think people uh, realize that when you put a group of strangers together, um, they have to bond, they have to gel in order to get through the experience. That in itself is super hard. So the desert, the DS, the tasks and each other is, if you don't get it right, it could be a recipe for disaster. But it was uh, certainly something that we uh, we went hell Hell for level with, and uh, the recruits done surprisingly okay. <laughs> okay, there's so much to unpack here. Firstly, the Jordanian desert, and no one can hear you scream. Very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> so you should be. So you should be. <laughs> Secondly, let's talk about the new DS. So why the change? Why did we move? Because we've changed a couple a, a lot in the last couple of years. Yeah, the change, yeah, just, it just freshens it up. I think, you know, um, we, it's important that we kept it sort of SAS instructors. That's very important that we sort of keep that process because ultimately we're, we're doing a version of special forces selection. 
you know, the whole idea is do you possess the characteristics and attributes of a special forces operator, the, the thinking soldier? So it's important that we kept sort of uh, UKSF sort of soldiers on board, or at least tier one soldiers. Um, Jay and Staz, uh, I've served with both. They're sort of like the new generation, like myself, you know, super current um, combat experience, you know, of Iraq and Afghanistan, as you've seen, like myself. So when it comes to modern day warfare, and I think that's really important, you know, current modern day warfare, um, you've got, we've got tons of experience there. And the desert being the main um, area of operations um, during the last couple of decades, it was just, a, it was just a, a perfect fit. I have a question. I hope I have many questions, but I have one question <laughs> in particular. <laughs> Go, Anita. You're crumbling under the pressure, Anita. Come on. I've been looking forward to this all week and I'm like crumbling yeah. under the pressure. No, um, I do have a question. Does the selection ever change? Yeah, the good thing about the selection process and why the format is is sort of continuous or it can be continuous is the plug and play modules change all the time and they change sort of depending on the, the layout of, of combat zones or war zone, shall we say, I don't want to use that word, but combat zone. So, you know, being current to the last sort of combat zones, which has been Iraq and Afghanistan, we try, you know, we obviously everything changes. You know, we learn new drills, we learn new ways of, of operating. Um, so there, there's a set structure within selection that never changes, but there are modules that do do change. So with this course, because it's a condensed version of it, now, our selection process is six months. This is like two, 10 days to two weeks. We've got so many different modules that we, that we haven't used still. So that's why we're, we, we have the freedom or the liberty to keep it fresh and exciting. Yeah, that is so cool. Also, it's so – there's no way I can do it, just FYI. No, I'm sure, Anita, I'm sure there's a, there's, a, there's a flame behind that beautiful smile of yours. <laughs> Raring to get out, there's a – a demon that you want to exercise, I'm sure of it. We all have them, Anita. We all have them. <laughs> I do have plenty of demons, but um, <laughs> wanting to do the SAS selection course ain't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a demon in there that's going, yes, let's do it. Let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> a lot of fire. Right? She has a lot of fire. Yeah, but yeah, one yeah. of them, I'm really curious. So the celebs this season, I want to talk about them because you did say that you were pleasantly surprised by them. Mm-hmm. Was there anyone that stood out to you the most that you were like, there's no way, but actually they kind of got further than they you thought they would? Everyone, um, there's always a couple on every course. You know, it's like the dark horse, the uh, the wild card. Mm. Or we, as we say, the grey the gray man. Now, that's someone who sort of is there for the right reasons and they sort of go unnoticed. They, you know, they, they don't highlight themselves in a positive way or a negative way. They sort of go under the radar. And that's the idea of the selection process is if you highlight yourself in a positive way, then there's, we, we're going to put you know, pressure on you to, to perform. If you if highlight yourself in a negative way, then we're going to be literally on your ass. You know, we're, going to be, we're going to be in your face. Um, so you want to sort of go in between that, those levels. And people that surprise us, is, uh, they're always there. We don't, it's more surprising the viewers, I would say, because we – don't judge from the off. We know that there's going to be wild cards because on the actual selection process, you get some of the biggest, toughest soldiers in the world. And you think, you know, you're up against them. You think, oh, 
you know, there's one place gone already and they crumble within a couple of days, a couple of weeks and they're gone. Um, and then you look at the end of selection where there's only like 10 of you left and then we come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. You've got your six foot two lanky geezer. You've got your little round tubby, tubby guy that you think, oh, you know, he's eating all the pies. And then you've got your, you know, your, your shorter guys that, you know, the, the Bergens that we have, the rucksacks that we have, you know, they're the size of them. So we don't, we, we don't judge because ultimately it's all up here. And you'll be surprised, you know, when people have been through hardship and suffering, um, they, they gain resilience from it, whether it's emotional resilience or psychological resilience. And when you look at some people and you go, they're not going to last two minutes, actually, you know, until you hear their story and until you find out who they really are, um, then, yeah, there's, there's loads of shocks and loads of, um, loads of sort of jaw-dropping moments where you go, oh, I never thought he or she could, could do that, and, and, and they do. So there's a few in this series. So, um, yeah, keep that your eyes open. so exciting. Also, yes. because mental resilience is so much more powerful, I think, than being physically fit. Absolutely. I'm really good at that. That is that is how I would get through. Well, there you go. Listen, Anita, I, I think I think you're like recruiting yourself without realizing it. I think you know subconsciously there's a recruit there, and uh, there's a number that I can see around your arm already. Um, no, on a serious though, it's um, yeah, it's psych- it's all psychological. You know, we expect you to come onto the course extremely fit. If you don't, and we find that out, then we will punish you even more for for being. Know, coming on unprepared, taking the piss basically. You know, you know, have you not done your homework? Have you not come in prepared? So the moment you come in physically unprepared, you know, we we keep you we keep you for a couple of days and just punish you and just then get rid of you. Um, we want people who take this course seriously. We want people who are there for the right reasons, and that's what's so great about the course. Some people are there for the right reasons. Some people aren't. They want to, exp- you know, they want to expose their sort of. Uh, their social media or they, they've got an ulterior motive behind it, but we find that out straight away. So um, we want to focus on the people that want to be there, that want to change, that want to grow, and that want to find out what they're really capable of. Whenever you say we're going to punish you, it's kind of like you almost enjoy it, just a little bit. Hey, me? <laughs> <laughs> Anita, with that, with that cheeky cackle, um, you know the answer already. You know the answer already. <laughs> My God, you're a sadist. <laughs> <laughs> <Correct>. um, <laughs> good for you. We've all got our strengths. There you go. But one of the program's most controversial aspects, and this is something that happens every season, and you would know this, is that we're highlighting celebrities with a really troubled past and really troubled past in the media can you kind of explain why these people are chosen and the benefit of having them do the show? Well, we all know trial by media is becoming worse and worse at the moment and people are sort of, you know, people are really pushing back against it. So there's no better time than now to to come on and tell your side of the story. Give us, you know, the true you. And even if, you know, the, the, the media trial or the papers were right, it's like, you know, we want to find out who you are now. No, who 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 are you now? Have you changed? Have you really changed? Um, have you got something to prove? And I suppose it's giving them a platform to to tell their story. But on the flip side, we know if they're lying, you know, we will. And the, the, the best interest that it's in their best interest to be completely 
honest and open and, you know, hold themselves accountable. Because if they don't, then they're in for a rude awakening. We will shred them to pieces until, and not make them look worse because that's not what the course is about. But, you know, if they're going to lie to us then and they're lying to themselves and they're living a lie, then that needs to also to be exposed. So it's, it's wiping the slate clean, shall we say. I think that's why a lot of people want to come on the course because we don't judge. All we want is integrity. We want, if we, when we ask you a question, we want integrity, we want accountability. And then we, we look at growth um, and, uh, and uh, progression. So there's a whole thing before you get to the growth and progression. There's a whole layer of, of us stripping you down and, you know, to your bare bones so we can absolutely identify. We're not worried about your strengths. You can play to your strengths all you want. We're worried about your weaknesses, your insecurities, your vulnerabilities. So we can develop them, identify them first and foremost, be honest with them, you know, sort of going, right, that these are, because that's the hard part, right? A lot of people, we show them their vulnerabilities and their insecurities. We put the mirror in front of them. And they go, no, I've gone. They VW, they go, they leave the course because um, they're not willing to to face their true selves in the mirror. But once you get past that process and then the rebuilding starts on the sort of the back end of the course, then that's when people really come into themselves. So you actually think it's more, once again, the psychological aspect of when people VW, they actually, it's because they don't want to face themselves. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a lot to do it. And they use excuses. They go, oh, I can't do this run. I can't do this, this task. But ultimately it's like we're unraveling, you know, the true you and they, one, they don't want to, they sort of hide that. And especially with celebrities, they're so used to have, have hidden that with masks and cloaks and that, you know, they've got probably 20 masks on, you know, they're, they're laden down with five, six cloaks and, you know, and that's who they are now. They've, mm-hmm. they're not you know so it's and that's why our job is so important and so hard because we have to take those masks off you know uh, unravel those cloaks in order to really get down to the bare bones of the individual so it's um yeah there's a lot behind it and that's why i take it so seriously and uh, along with the ds because when you're playing ultimately we're, we're we're handling emotions we're playing with people's emotions and that can never be mistrusted or misguided because you know that's when trauma kicks in and you know We've really got to take it seriously. and uh, But in order to do that, we must strip them down. There's, that's the whole process, right? That's the brutal part of it. Being brutally honest with yourself, Anita, is the hardest thing to do, right? It's really hard to look in the mirror and go, well, actually, today you you, know, you, you didn't put the work in. You, know, you, yeah, you, you, you are this, you are that. And it's um, when we do that to them, it's a hard pill to swallow. You've all obviously had your challenges being in the public eye yourself. Is that something that, yeah, of course. I mean, is that something that, how do you deal with that pressure and then kind of have to show other people how to deal with that pressure? It's, it's you know, I'm very good at controlling what I can control and letting go of what I can't. You know, so, and that's, that's one of the, you know, you're talking about something that I do. You know, if I find myself in a sort of, a stressful situation and you know i feel quite anxious or i feel quite nervous or then i was stressed then i might you know i'm like what's what's, what's bothering me i write a little list of what's bothering me and it might be let's say this i'm still using the 10 things right just because of the front and then i cross out the things that i can't control and then you'll find that actually out of the 10 i've crossed out eight of those things that i can't control and what's so good about that is i just push them to one side i go i can't control that at the moment 
That's you know, so don't try and control what you can't control. But what it allows you to do also it allows you to focus on the things that you can control. So then it gives you little mini goals without even realizing you're like, wow, this is what's worrying me, but I can fit this. I can work on this because that that's either I need to work on myself or I need to be better or I need need to work harder or I need to do more. You know, this is something I can work on. And that second thing might be something, you know, that you might be a social thing, it might be a family thing, whatever it is. But once you can I once you take away the things you can't control, it allows you to focus on the things you can't, giving you goals, giving you, you know, ambition, giving you things that to to really work on. So um yeah, when it comes to media stuff, I'm like, listen, they're gonna write what they want to write, they're gonna, you know. It's um I take it with a pinch of salt and uh, and and move on. And even even the positive stuff, you know, there's obviously some super positive stuff out there that the, the media occasionally uh, write. But um, it, it's like, you know, it's you, you can't be sidetracked, you can't be distracted. I think at the moment you get too distracted on on things like that, then you you veer off of your of, of your your corridor, you veer off of your 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 focus on 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 what you're you're trying to achieve. So that's what we say to them. That's why we say the slate is wiped clean. It's wiped clean. Don't think you know. Just be honest with us, open with us, and we do our best to to get you through this course. When you first started out as a soldier, did you ever think that this is where your life would go? Yeah, always, always knew that I'd be super famous and A-lister. I um, know. <laughs> I never thought I'd be a Z-lister. Um, <laughs> Um, is that lister in the public eye being written about and positives and negatives being ripped apart being ripped to shreds and uh, everybody thinks they know you yeah Yeah. um no do you know what i never um but i always knew that i had a sort of story to tell when i I realized from quite a young young age in the military that i love mentoring i loved instructing i loved uh you know i loved bringing the best out of people not you know so it was when the show came up, it was sort of like a natural progression into what I, what I was passionate about anyway. And then now with my books and, you know, SAS Australia, which is the reason why I love doing it is because I love mentoring. But ultimately, it's extreme mentoring. Because, you know, if, you, if you break it down, it's, it's an extreme mentorship course. Um, so, yeah, I suppose it's, it's something that hasn't really shocked me, but, you know, um, has always been what something I've, I've been passionate about. So it, it, it fits more. Well, you're definitely made for this and television and being a sadist. So <laughs> <laughs> they kind of you, Anita. Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> you're so, is that the biggest best compliment you've had all day? The best. The, you know, all week. Listen, you just made my week. I'm going to carry that on into the week and try not to get it. <laughs> I'm so glad we did this. So thank you so much. There you go. Cheers, Anita. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the Entertainment underscore Hotline Pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast.